I mean, seriously, Dave. I think everyone's starting to go corona crazy. I think I've heard more domestics going on in our backyard, out the back, all week than I have in the last six months. Yeah, right. There's been heaps of police helicopter action over my way, too. Oh, man. People are getting loose. Yeah, last night, um, some someone robbed the 7-Eleven in Berkeley, I think. Um, and then they got chased, <laughs> but they, got, they hijacked someone's car and got chased into, into Primby. They carjack someone. Apparently so. This is this is all hearsay and speculation, but um, allegedly hijacked. Yeah, someone at Berkeley. <laughs> um, and then they dumped the car in Primby um, yeah. while the police were chasing them, and the police must have had the dogs out as well or something because the dude just took a run in, into the lake to try and get rid of the dogs. <laughs> oh man, he's getting desperate. Eh? Yeah, and apparently, and then the helicopter locked it all. For like an hour we could hear the helicopter overhead obviously found him with the heat seeker surely once the helicopter shows up you got to feel like it's time to give yourself up right yeah I mean the bloke obviously didn't plan it like if you're going to do the whole lake thing and try to evade the police you'd want to take snorkeling or scuba gear because at least if you're underwater they ain't going to find you then but I mean even driving into Prim B is probably like a bad move given that it's more or less a dead end yeah it's pretty dumb anyway well, and then, and then, about an hour later, someone dumped a car down the other end of a different street and set it alight. Right. So they just seen this immense police presence and thought, "Now's the time to burn a car." I don't know. <laughs> Who knows what goes through their mind, Dave? Yeah. Who's who's robbing the Seven Eleven? Methods probably. Are out there. Aren't they getting double the doll at the moment? They should be living like kings. Well, that's only if they're eligible for it, I guess. I don't know. Those sweet Corona bucks. Yeah, well, I'm not getting any, so <laughs> you'll be next one down the servo. Yeah, robbing someone. Give us your money. <laughs> Give us your money. <laughs> Get out of the car. Give me all your Krispy Kreme donuts, you can. <laughs> Man, do you reckon servos even carry that much cash these days? Probably, especially not. in especially in corona times I've noticed a lot of businesses trying to encourage people to use the card yeah. not the cash yeah I mean maybe you robbed them for toilet paper who knows <laughs> the toilet paper was marked up to like 30 bucks yeah. a packet well apparently the new big thing now that everyone's bulk buying or not bulk buying but seems to be going mental for a push box is Get bicycles pushies yeah and it's funny I saw it on the news this morning and then I have seen so many people on Facebook going, oh, can someone help me go and pick up a bicycle or I'm looking for a bike, can anyone help me? Why would you need help pick... Oh, I suppose if you need a lift down to collect the bike at least. Yeah. I was going to say, you can, you can ride at home, surely. Well, it depends how far away it is, I guess, but yeah. Well, if you want to start cycling, fucking get on the bike. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah, so... It's... All, these, all these amateur Lance Armstrongs looking for an excuse to get out the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough I understand the sentiment we um we took the kids out to the lake so they could ride their bikes along the the footpath there yeah it was it was nice it was um interesting to see kind of the the protocol or the etiquette when you're sort of passing someone heading the other direction you each sort of like swerve off to the edge of the path and, and just cough yeah. cough in their general direction well this is the thing it wasn't really <laughs> much chat happening but just like still like a little like a little nod just an acknowledgement fair enough just keeping it on the down low 
get the little corona nod. I saw also that the um, the big infected cruise ship took off. It seemed like a lot of people were happy about that. Yeah. Even though, as far as I can tell, nothing actually happened. Oh, they, they were here. They let a lot, a heap of people off. So I think three hundred Filipinos got left off, let let off and flown home. And then, thir- oh, right. And then thirty-three well, just... other people were being let off and put up in a hotel to leave. Um, right. So they sort of sussed them out. Figured they were not not sick or anything and just got them on the planes and away you go um, I only know that much but they, they did um, the um, cruise line company did donate $50,000 to the some seafarers charity in uh, Port Kembla so oh the seafarers mission yeah yeah um, they're kind of like a little charity group that Will help the sailors out when they have shore leave. They'll like pick them up in the bus, take them around, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, they gave them fifty grand apparently. Nice. They can buy themselves a nice new little uh, minivan, minibus. Maybe a brand spanking new Toyota Coaster. Nice. Don't think you're getting a coaster for fifty grand, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. I don't know how much buses cost, man. <laughs> I wasn't in the hire car business. I wasn't in the bus business. <laughs> Man, dealerships must be getting desperate at the moment. I can't imagine they're selling too many buses at the moment. Yeah, I can't imagine they're selling too much of anything. Exactly. It's um, just going back to the old coronavirus. Did you see uh, old Donald Trump giving a bit of uh, medical oh. advice today, telling everyone that they should inject themselves with uh, disinfectant? Well, look, technically, he's probably right. It probably would kill coronavirus. It's probably only problem is going to kill the host as well. Oh. Get, what was the other one? Get the UV into you. Oh yeah. Get some, oh, get some, get some sunshine, some sunshine. Coming from the uh, most orange like, man on the planet. He's from a different planet, mate. I don't know what he's thinking. That's assuming there's any thought at all. Probably not. What's thought? Like that, that must be depressing uh, as a, a American citizen, right? That he's the dude calling the shots. I'm just wondering how many people are actually going to try it and kill themselves. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people worried about that. I wonder what proportion of them are Donald well, Trump supporters. I'm not, wor- maybe, I'm maybe not worried. A... I mean, if people are stupid <laughs> enough to do it, then that's Darwinism at its best. I mean, they're stupid, but then there's also desperation as well, right? Like, you can see how that would set in for people too. Like, yeah. you know, the, the fear and the desperation. I don't think I'd ever you know, be that desperate that my brain would go, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> it's interesting there's obviously been a lot of press around all the people uh, protesting to go back to normal you know open up all the businesses but I've seen you know recent polls saying that you know in terms of the broader community like something like 85% of people are like yeah no we should be all still be staying at home should be doing all that stuff so it seems like it's a like a nutty minority as it usually is in the states you know they're the ones making the most noise so, hopefully, everyone else has fucking got the right idea, eh? Mm. Just chill out and wait it out, man. Because every time there's like more cases, like the cases build up, it just means you have to go through those measures for longer and longer, right? Yeah. Try and fucking knock it on the head now. Take your take your medicine, as bitter as it might be, and then hopefully get yourself back on track sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think the only way that's going to happen probably though is with a some sort of vaccination. Yeah, or like some sort of breakthrough in treatment. Because there's some 
sorry, I was going to say there's research group in Australia that's come up with a new treatment. Apparently, is doing well in early trials, but again, it's massive time factors to make sure this stuff's legit, doesn't have you know too much adverse side effects, all that stuff. Mm. But yeah, it, uh, even just the understanding of how the virus is transmitted, what it does to the human body, seems like every week there's like new developments just on that front in terms of gathering that knowledge, let alone giving it the thumbs up and saying, okay, we're right to go back to normal. I mean, it's never going to be just like a snap thing anyway, right? It's going to be gradual, re- rolling back, trying things out as you go and seeing if, you know, everything holds steady, I imagine. Yeah, I don't think much will change for me. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. The chat at the moment is that they'll get the kids back to school sort of starting one day a week this coming term. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, man. I don't think that's logistically possible. Apparently that's the plan at the moment with New South Wales education. Um, I think it's like week three or four. They'll start doing it. I can. I was thinking about it. I imagine that it's probably to stagger when the kids are back to, at school instead of them all going back. Yeah. You split it up into fifths and they each get a day. Do it that way. Who knows, man? Man, that's it. It's kind of um, untested territory, right? Yeah. I'm just kind of hoping that university stays shut till the end of this semester you'd prefer to study at home no it's not or just avoid avoid the risk no no it's just that I've kind of set myself in stone now for being doing my exams in front of the computer and and um ah to to your own advantage (laughs) to a point to a point it is I think I'm struggling to retain knowledge but I'm quite able to um What's the word for it? I'm able to put it into practice. I'm able to put it into practice, but, but it's just. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I can see the problem. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just it's yeah. Like my my some slack man. My accounting teacher said to me that the um, like it's all exams at some point should be open open book because at the end of the day, you don't have to memorize everything in real life. You, it's about Correct. it's about the application of it. I agree, hundred percent. In in high school, I think everyone sort of realizes that, right? That most exams is about memorization. It's not necessarily demonstrating that you un- understand the concept, but you you know can demonstrate that knowledge. Mm. But unfortunately, it's kind of the easy way to filter people into different buckets, right? So it persists. Yeah. Oh. At least I've got my midterms in front of a computer. Yep, yep. How's your prep going? Uh, I haven't even started prepping for the exam. I'll do that the night, the day before. I'll um. Wise choice. Wise choice. I'm just gonna um. I'm just gonna do myself a cheat sheet basically, and just sit next yep. to the computer. So I'm just gonna have like um all the equations that I need to know about. Have them on a cheat sheet. Have my textbook sitting there with um some post-it notes in the relevant spots that I think are going to be important um, and, yep. and I'll keep all my notes that I've got um, that I've made I'll keep them all close by and I'll just kind of do a quick read through all my notes the day before and and just memorize where it, if I can memorize where it is then at least I can utilize that time finding it finding the answers 
Yeah, so it's almost like a, a mental dry run of accessing that info. Yeah, I don't think there's any point memorising the information because, like I said, I think it's about applying it. Yep. Um, I mean, we've been doing these little quizzes that go towards my grade. So every every week there's been a, a question that we have to... A question with sub-questions off it, like an A, B, C and D. And um, we have to answer them and then turn them in and they go, like, I think five of them over the space of the... So they'll, they'll pick the, the the best graded out of the seven. They'll pick the five best graded ones and put them towards you, your 10% weighting yep, towards the subject. Um, so I look at... Good. Actually, I should have checked. I should have checked what I... I've got, I've got results come through today, but I never looked at them. Um, I've got nine out of ten on one and ten out of ten on the other. So that's work, Dave. What have you been doing for fun, mate? I haven't had time for it. Non-stop study. Pretty much, mate. I watch a little bit of TV here and there, and that's about it. That's pretty rough. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had a day off from study for two, probably two weeks now. Damn, son. Well, I'm sure everyone's glad that you made time for the podcast still. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm giving such such a good... Uh... Dude, I can tell, man. You're dead. No, no, no. I'm actually, whilst you're talking to me, I'm actually, I thought it'd be nice live on the podcast to get more, more results from my last quiz. <laughs> Very suspenseful. You need, need the, the drum roll sound effects. Let's see what I got. Might be stretching the limits of our uh, audio production. Oh no! This is the worst oh, grade I've had. Good. No, I've got an eight no. out of ten. Ah, oh, fuck off, man. Eighty <laughs> percent's pretty good. Mm. He's not happy. Not happy. There's oh, no fucking always... feedback. This shits me when they do that. Ah, oh. no, here we go. That's where I fucked it up. <laughs> well. We're usually our harshest critics, Dave. It's good to see you've got the uh, high expectations. Oh, well. Doing mature age, doing mature age students proud. Over, overachieving. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, anyway. All right, I'll, have to go for, I'll go through this later on. Sorry. Now, I, I did try and make a recommendation to you for a bit of light entertainment. What was that? The, um, the, the virtual... V8 supercar racing they've had on Foxtel I think you called me a desperado something along those lines or you must, I, you I must said be I'm not, desperate I, I said I'm not that desperate is all I said yeah. <laughs> but see, this is the thing you've, you've got a lot more time on your hands than I do well it's you know Wednesday evenings you know after you've had your dinner you can sit down and relax yeah so do you know what I did Wednesday evening read a fucking textbook textbooks man anyway I, I give it a freaking gold star mate it's been very entertaining yeah I saw the results on uh, I looked at the results on Google on the new it was actually on the news the next day I think there you go they're desperate too shit yeah. I, th- I think I think it's pretty legit man like your, your esports had been gaining a lot of credibility like I know a lot of uh, the bigger tournaments had been making their way onto ESPN which I mean to be fair is like had poker and garbage like that for a long time anyway. didn't it have that fucking hacky sack or whatever it was that's unreal Corn- they did man no cornhole that's it Corn- cornhole's big money man I actually watched some of it on the ESPN a few months like a, 
before the COVID's kicked in. I was um, like, this is actually he... this is actually slightly entertaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now he's desperate. <laughs> but I'm thinking, like, geez, I reckon if that's that's all you got to do to become a professional, I, I, I could be definitely a pro at that. But those dudes don't miss. It's crazy. Oh, these dudes are like, missing a bit. Well, have you have you ever tried it, mate? No. The cornhole. I don't. I'm Bloody... not a big fan of the cornhole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get your giggles out of the way. But um, Marty's got a set. He's a he's a fan of the cornhole. Yeah. I think it's um classically a class as a drinking game because you could hold hold a, a beer in one hand, use the other to chuck the bag. You set. Yeah, wasn't it something they used to do with bars or something in the US? Uh, maybe, because it's kind of the same calibre as your darts and whatnot, so it makes sense. Yeah. But apparently there's people who are literally making uh, earn, like a living as a professional cornholer. It's worth that much money in the States now. Mental. I think it's pretty... That was the other thing. I remember looking this up. It was getting big... Like, it was pretty popular in Europe, too. I think it might have even started in Europe. Yeah, and, right. like, they... they literally had to negotiate like the world governing body to agree on like the um the rules the equipment spec all that sort of stuff so they could have you know proper like real deal international tournaments well again in times of need people are going to be looking to alternative well this is this is before it was times of need oh yeah but now's like the time to shine right if if you're a sport that can continue despite social distancing sort of being in effect happy days right yeah I'm not so, I'm like, not sure some of these sports are going to make it through hopefully <laughs> I'll get a brief uh, sort of flash in the pan and then <laughs> once the NRL's back oh fuck that that's one of the ones I was hoping was going to get fucking tossed down the Kazi <laughs> well I'm sure they're probably sweating bullets man but you know, fair, fair play to the the racing drivers, man. They've taken to it like ducks to water, man. It would only be better a... if they actually got proper legit e-sports people racing them. And, and... I said exactly the same thing, and we got a taste of that on Wednesday. So up until now, it's been pretty much all pro drivers. Who, as you can imagine, the younger guys, especially, there's a mix of people who had already dabbled with this sort of stuff. But apparently, there's like there's been this guru guy in the shadows, been helping all the the newbies get all their cars set up, done properly, is, and in terms of getting their equipment set up, but also like the in-game car tuning as well. Mm. Um, they had him on, who turns out he actually did race in one of the lower supercar categories, so he had a bit of you know racing background. But he was like the guru of the i racing, so he came out and raced, and. That was the test I was looking for to see how that stacked up. And tell you what, man, he didn't dominate. It was actually really competitive. Yeah, right. So it's obviously the kind of um, personality that goes into being a top tier um, car car racer. Obviously, the skills transfer over pretty pretty easy. Yeah. It's not easy. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> I don't want to minimise the effort that they're putting in. But um, yeah, they're clearly adapting to using a, a simulation rig instead of being in the car and doing it in, in the physical presence yeah so Wednesday was classic because it was three races at, at Bathurst and they've got the track modelled so well it's quite quite impressive how well it all works I think I've played like a Forza maybe one of those games yeah. 
Bathurst and it's yeah it's, yeah. it's pretty good I've always been aware that iRacing it's one of their claims to fame is how uh, intricately mapped the circuits are like they go out with their own team measure it all up you've got a rig with all lasers and crap on it and they get it just right yeah so it really really pays off once you've got it you know high res um, graphics on a TV broadcast like that it works pretty good so yeah fair credit to them fair enough I tell you what man the, the commentators are still struggling with it but hey Really? Like, usually, you know, they're making a few mistakes. They're blowing calls all over the shop. I think they're still getting the hang of it. Well, what are they doing? Oh, just misidentifying cars or missing when incidents happen or not seeing the, um, you know, when people start doing pit stops, they kind of lose track of who's really going to be leading the race, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I'd say, if anything, give those guys a chop maybe get the professional um, iRacing commentators to have a stab at it. They've kind of got two two guys they cut to who I think have some of that experience, but they're only there as like, you know, your colour commentators on the side that only get a, a, a say every so often. Yeah. But, yeah, it is desperate times. I think it's doing the job. It's filling fill a gap. Fair <laughs> enough. Tiny, tiny little taste of motorsport. Yeah, oh, well. I think if I think I'm starting to miss the soccer a bit. Yeah. Playing, start playing more FIFA. No, I haven't. Nah. I just like I said, I've just buried myself in books instead. The problem with that is you go online and start playing some teenager who's I don't do playing it. Sixty hours a week of FIFA for ever since they could walk. I don't. I don't play online because it's just depressing always get fucking smashed yeah yeah it's no way a fair match up no uh, old arthritic hands I was listening to some slow reflexes I was listening to someone talk about um, a new version of Doom's come out mm-hmm. and apparently it's good because there's a um, you can actually play it as a single player as well like not online yeah presume that like Doom's kind of always been a single player game yeah primarily. so you, you can play it online too and he was saying it's really good for people like his age or our age that still want to play video games because at least they're not going on just as soon as they're as soon as they're spawning they're dead because they're getting fucking smashed by <laughs> you, you say that but I've seen some footage of this game and it is hectic there is shit coming from everywhere on Doom yeah. Oh yeah, there probably is, but at least you could sort of you start off slowly and work your way into it. I think I've lost touch with it, man, because the graphics now are so intense. Like, there's so much detail and so many just little things happening. It almost becomes like overwhelming. It's like a sensory overload. I I, I get chopped up, man. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. play video games like that anymore either. So I don't even know if my computer would even hack it. It's pretty old now. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to be doing it, it'd be on my Xbox. Oh, man, then you've got to play with a frigging controller. Yeah, and I can't... I don't know how to uh, use that fucking thing. I'm bad enough at FIFA with it. Man, I've... um, I bought a, a snowboarding game. A few, a few guys I know have started sort of playing it semi-regularly, just as like a multiplayer sort of chill-out session. Yeah. 
and it was pretty damn cheap I think it was only about 15 bucks to get it on the Xbox but yeah like probably for about the first 10 hours of playing this game I'm just I'm like I'm like a complete completely useless with the controller you have no, a, no f- keep having to look down at what you're pressing it where's the button and just <laughs> no 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 finesse on the analog sticks you can imagine like trying to snowboard down a mountain you know the difference between like a smooth turn versus just like janky just crashing into trees did you find your thumbs were getting sore because you were pressing too hard on the oh man I played tonight and my shoulder sore my right shoulder it feels almost like RSI style I don't know what what from but right after playing that game it started aching eh? my shoulder gets sore when I'm playing FIFA yeah oh man all, all these video conferencing people are slowly getting the hang of oh actually I'll tell you something funny that happened this week this was kind of entertaining so you know we've I've been having a few issues with one of my subjects and one of my subject coordinators mm. who's a bit of a bit of a spaz not good at their job let's just <laughs> say that maybe anyway Ro- it, room for improvement yeah uh, so she's not real good with technology either anyway she <laughs> she's um, we've got the tutorial which is all done online and there's like I don't know 20 of us or whatever 25 of us anyway we're all, crowd. yeah we're, we're all on a group chat along with a heap of other people that are doing the same subjects, but they're not in our class. So we're, we're all yep. talking on Messenger on our phones whilst, whilst this tutorial's going on. This tutorial's a waste of time. Anyway, everyone's just like, oh, let's fucking do this, let's do that. Next thing you know, everyone's got their dogs on the fucking screen. <laughs> the pet the pet is a welcome distraction. And then the everyone's show. like, Dave, get your dog out. And I'm like, mate, if I put my dog on the desk, it's going to shit on my computer. It's not happening. I can't, I can't say your dog handling that very well at all. Nah, it'd fucking tear my face off trying to put, lift him up in front of the computer. Anyway, the, um, <laughs> then somebody's like, oh, she hasn't locked the room. So he starts inviting all of his friends on Facebook to come into, into the tutorial. Oh, Jesus. And then the next thing you know, somebody's like, I'm going to try and hack, hack the fucking, <laughs> hack it and take over ownership of the like, hoster. And then for some reason bang all this shit started going wrong like somebody else hosted it the le- the, tu- oh, the tutorial just disappeared like the tutor and everyone's like what the right. fuck's going on and then like, then it got down to like seven people were left in the in the tute and this was only about 20 minutes into the tutorial and the next thing you know I get a text message from these people going you, you do realise that you're, you've been announced as the host and I'm like oh have I <laughs> so I just hit the Quick, quick session. Boom, the whole session gone. <laughs> class, class dismissed. But what had actually happened was um, Webex had taken a massive shit, like uh, okay, university wide, worldwide. Well, I don't know if it was, <laughs> sure. but it was university wide, and apparently everybody's tutorials took a shit, and nobody could go into any tutorials for like a couple of hours. So it actually wasn't anybody in our group hacking it, but it just seemed like a bit of a coincidence that we were all talking about doing it, and then the next thing you know, that happened. Well, I mean, really, what kind of hacking are they actually going to do? I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what kids these days can do with computers. <laughs> Probably not much, man. They're all used to using smartphone apps. It's funny, though. I actually had to teach someone how to use Excel. Yeah. Well, I was... 
the student has become the master. Well, I wouldn't tell him the master, but he, they didn't know how to do like <laughs> the equations and stuff like that. Do they also not know how to use Google? Well, I just said to him, I've only just learned how to use it a couple of months ago. And he goes, yeah. yeah. yourself. Oh, Google. Exactly. Oh, so I said to him, I just watched the tutorial on Google, and I said, he goes, oh, I've never never had to use it. And I'm just like, you've just come out of high school. I would have thought you'd have been smashing that shit in there. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if I'd necessarily assume that, but... Yeah, to me it seems intuitive, but kind of like a computer guy it's hard to hard to tell what an average Joe would make of it yeah so I'm, I'm actually uh, impressed with having a little bit more knowledge than some others I guess yeah well like I said man a lot of it's about being resourceful as well you know trying to figure out how to do something by doing a bit of research yeah so again it almost parallels what we're saying about exams right you know you could have you know something prescriptive where someone has to show you and teach you and you know instruct you or you have a bit of now so you can get out there and get a few tips online and bing bang boom mm. figure it out yourself yeah when it comes down to it like who, who's going to adapt better to the real world or our workplace or whatever it might be you know nine times out of ten it's someone who's got a bit of um what do you call it gumption gumption that's perfect <laughs> a bit of gumption yeah have, have have the good sense to be able to suss it out themselves mm. I mean not to go too sort of grumpy old man that's probably what's wrong with the world these days mate people aren't willing to have a stab themselves maybe there's a lot of people well, I've noticed on these group chats too that are just like oh I don't know what to do for this answer for this quiz or I need help, and I'm just like, I had one person send me a message going, "Oh, you seem to be on top of everything. Can you help me with it?" And I was like, "I help you with it, but I'm not giving you the answers." And he's like, "Oh, but if you just show me the answer, it'd be easier." And I'm just like, "And then you'll learn. <laughs> then you will learn nothing." And I said to him, "So I actually rang him. I said, mate, I'll ring, I'll ring you, and I'll talk you through it." So I got online and I, on on the phone, sorry, and I actually said to him, "This is this is how you're supposed to do it." And yep. if you do it that way, you will find your answer. That's beautiful, man. That's that's the classical proverb of teaching a man to fish instead of just giving him something to eat. Yeah, I feel be self-sufficient. I feel I've I've done myself a disservice though because he keeps texting me all the time, going, "Oh, how, how'd you go with this?" And I'm just like, "Dude, I'm busy." <laughs> man, you just got a new number. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Yeah, I'm normally sus on when I get calls coming from strange numbers, but now that everyone's working from home, I can't really just duck all the all the calls because it's coming from people's, like, home numbers and mobile phones and shit. Yeah. So, so far, so good. I haven't really gotten stitched up by any uh, telemarketers or anything like that yet. Yeah, I haven't had any of them. Touch wood. Have you had any scammers trying to scam you on emails or texts? Because apparently there's a few of them going around at the moment too. Yeah, not not directly. Um, someone in our team was sharing a story this morning on our sort of morning catch-up about um, emergency services contacting them. They were trying to get in touch with someone who reports to him and they were struggling to get a... Like, what had happened was they'd received a call into Triple O, the emergency line, from, from her number 
but when they called back she wasn't answering yeah so because if, because it probably called back from a fucking private number most people don't answer them oh well at the end of the day it turned out to be just straight up butt dial right but um you know they sort of did some in, like investigative work and figured out oh, okay she works for this company or I think they said there was a clue on the voicemail and they sort of traced it back to her manager contacted him but it almost sounded like a scam where they're like oh yeah we just need you to um give her give us her home address so we can go around and check on her and like to me that's just straight up alarm bells of like asking for someone else's yeah you know personal personal information turned out it was legit but i did sort of point out that you know you got to be somewhat cautious especially at the moment like you said there's sort of an elevated level of scams and spams out there people trying to take advantage of the current situation yeah but like like the meth heads robbing Berkeley service stations you gotta do what you gotta do to get by in these crazy times yeah I don't know if you've gotta rob people but (laughs) of course not oh man I saw a story today about one of these um, televangelist guys in the states so you know has one of these mega churches TV show the whole nine yards He's been telling all the um, his parishioners or whatever you want to call them when they get their stimulus checks from the government, their, their Trump checks, send me all the cash. Jesus wills it or whatever. And people have just been like funneling all the cash. Oh my God. It's fucking evil, man. Well, people are fucking dumb to do it. Easily influenced, maybe. No, no. And dumb. 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 And dumb. <laughs> sure. Fucking... But, Dumb, uh, dumb even, rednecks. Even, even smart people get scammed. Yeah. That's just a particularly low-rent scam that most people should be kind of like, huh? What? At least ask some questions before you... Yeah, what am I getting for this? Eternal salvation, mate. Well, that doesn't help me now. <laughs> Doesn't the Bible specifically say you can't pay your way into heaven? Oh. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. I, I haven't read it. No. I've had it thrown at me once. <laughs> and and cool. I and I used used the paper out of one to make a roll up once when I used to smoke. That sounds very rebellious. I'm gonna assume you're a teenager when you did that. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like something a, a badass teenager would do. <laughs> yeah, I'd run, run out of roll up papers so I fucking tore the paper out of a Bible and used that. Man. Imagine what Jesus would say if he sussed out what's going on today, man. I don't think he'd be impressed. Nah, probably not. Well, that's that's part of the problem is in the US, you know, a lot of these fundy Christians are all about, you know, the apocalypse, right? Literally end times is something they believe in. They're in positions of power in the government. It's like they're making decisions that should be in the interest of the people, but on the other hand, it's like, eh, maybe this is all God's plan. You know, end times. We're, we're going to get raptured up, baby. It's it's go time. Oh, hopefully they just <laughs> leave that in the United States then. Oh, man. Yeah. Then again, we've got a dickhead running, running our country that's just, just fucking... ScoMo's not much better, man. <laughs> I, love, I love seeing people on Facebook trying to suck his dick saying oh doing such a good job 
you know, oh, you must be so stressed out. It's like, come on. Like, people must have short memories, man. Like, when the country was burning up and he was on holidays in Hawaii, like... I wonder how long it's going to be till he forces somebody to shake his hand. <laughs> yeah, well, those those people knew what was up, hey. <laughs> They'll get. They were just ahead of the curve. I, I, my opinion hasn't changed too much of him. If I'm honest with you, he look, he's done an okay job of managing it, okay. But I think he could have exactly. done better. It's pretty much like, okay, so far it hasn't been screwed up. We look like we're going to get through this, but you compare it to the the sort of swift, clear, decisive leadership from New Zealand and their their prime minister. Yeah, it's such a chalk and cheese comparison. Uh, anyway, fuck politics, man. What are we doing? Have you had any burgers lately? <sighs> no. Oh, so did you hear Chico's is going to be opening back up very shortly? Yeah, man. My socials went on fire when that came out. People were frothing. <laughs> I don't know how, what they're going to be doing, if it's going to be like a drive-through or what the fuck's going on. But It didn't sound like it. It sounds like they're just reconfiguring the internals so they can serve people, but... Alison did point out that at Fig Tree there, like, they've got that whole lane that goes behind the store. Like, yeah, that's the only way to get out. Yeah, punch out some friggin' holes in the wall and you got yourself a drive through. <laughs> yeah. You could work. Yeah, no, that's, that's going to be you imagine, that, imagine if they did have a drive through though. That fucking intersection, man, would be just blocked. Yeah, it would go bananas. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, haven't haven't burged it up. We have ordered in lunch a couple of times, but um, just like Subway or the local Barn Me joint and stuff like that. We it's probably one of the main things that we've actually been keeping busy with is doing a bit more more cooking and stuff like that. Yeah, we've had the had the smoker going. That's that's been pretty good. Yeah, I had a, I, I think we've had takeaway since last week. I had a battered sab last week, and that was about it. Gross. No, sorry, I won't judge. <laughs> but we um we did homemade bacon in the smoker, which was awesome. Yeah, right. So we got two more um sides of pork belly today to do some do some more. Yeah. So yeah, it hasn't worked out too bad really. But yeah, I think just that simple pleasure of just sitting down somewhere and having some hot hot fries and a, a nice juicy burger. Yeah, haven't haven't indulged in that for a while. Nah, neither will I if I'm honest. I have, I have seen that a lot of them are still operating. I know Cranky's is going. I know um, Two Smoking Barrels is doing their pop-up, like doing their uh, food trailer around the joint. Yeah. So they're sort of figuring out a way to make it happen, I guess. Yeah, well, there's still a few of them operating in town that are doing Uber delivery and stuff, so... Mm. Alison was saying that um, his boy Elroy is opening... A, another place down in Shell Harbour I couldn't give a fuck that place is dead to me fair enough <laughs> well, fucking um, rude cunts mate yeah I think in the, the competitive burger economy of Wollongong that's that's enough to get a place blacklisted oh, not just that I just, like I said I saw a few sketchy things going on in there yeah except you didn't name names the truth is out yeah well there you go <laughs> He's truly into not giving a fuck mode. No. Oh. I like it. It's... Yeah, whatever. Fucking... It's actually really funny. After, 
after you told me about what you'd seen there, like the next day, I saw my brother-in-law posting about how they're doing like a new sort of family meal deal. Yeah. Like you get like a big family box and they were frothing on it. They were like, oh yeah, we're going to get that for dinner. I was like, oh God, what do I do? Do I did, did, cut you, them off? Did you tell them? Or did you just let them go? I, I told Alison and she was like, ah, just, just leave it. Just leave it. Let, let them all get coronavirus and die. Yeah, they're like the guinea pigs, man. It's like a test case. See, <laughs> see what happens. Just, I just <laughs> didn't like the way they treated some of the other Uber drivers and myself included, but they're just man, fucking rude, tells mate. You, tells you a lot about someone's character if they're, yeah, sort of condescending to people like that. Yeah. For no reason as well. Like, And seeing as that would probably be 75% of their business right now. What's keeping them operating for sure uh, yeah, yeah I just don't understand why they treat people that way fuck them they're black souls Dave yeah well they won't get no money out of me ever again <laughs> oh man I did have a little adventure uh, the other week as well I had cause to go into the Wollongong courthouse oh yeah it's a bit of, bit of riffraff hanging out the front of that joint yeah, I fucking they, it's not 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 brilliant at the uh, in the middle of the day that place. No, but uh, they had very strict um, controls on people entering the building, just in terms of coronavirus protocol and whatnot. But it was really funny that as soon as you get in there and get through the security screening, you go into an office which is basically just the same as like a like a service now, where it's like you know take a ticket, take a seat, and yeah. just wait. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had to see. I had to see the registrar. I had to get a witness to sign some paperwork. But yeah, the whole thing was quite quite surreal. I think I've, on reflection, I was feeling quite fortunate that I've never had to spend time at the courthouse previously. That's obviously where you go if you get caught up for your friggin' jury duty as well, which would be a whole shit show. Yeah, I've never been into Wollongong Courthouse, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Been, been in a few so, others, but not that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough I, t- um, I told you about the time I went to I was in court in Narrow there's a, a um, they give you like a there's a list when you go in there to see when your case is going to be uh, like yeah. who's in front of you how many people are in front of you and there was a dude the dude in front of me was up on 44 counts of bestiality <laughs> <laughs> so you actually were you waiting in the courtroom no no you you don't go in until it's your case right so you didn't see what happened with his proceedings no it just tells you who's <laughs> there and what they're there for 44 counts yeah do you think he like fucked one dog a lot or he had like lots lots of different animals yeah, I don't know eh? <laughs> it beggars belief but how'd you get caught 44 How'd... times that's what I want to know that's what I'm trying to figure out, Dave. Oh, do you reckon it's like one of those things where maybe he was like filming it and there was like boom, 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 multiple instances? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'd like, I'd like, I'd like to say coronavirus has done some crazy things to people, but this was like <laughs> fucking twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, just, just lonely. Yeah. I mean, everybody needs some loving. <laughs> oh, man. It'd be dark, dark days, surely. If you got to that level. I don't want to think about it. 
Is it fucking hot today or is it me? I'm fucking boiling up. Yeah, the last couple of days have been hot. Kids were in the pool today. Well, I mean, they'll go in there in the middle of a rainstorm, so that's probably not a fair, fair measure. But yeah, because it was really, really chilly not even a week ago. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mowed the lawn today and I came in fucking sweaty heap after doing that. Had the sweat on. Oh, dude, I had to do it so quickly because I ran out there and I'm just like, I want to do it and get back <laughs> into studying. And then I looked at the, and I didn't have any petrol in the jerry can and I opened up the lawnmower and I'm like, oh, I don't know if there's enough in here to do this, eh? Gotcha. So I'm just like, <laughs> Speed you know what? I'm going to fucking do this. It's like, fuck. Anyway, it usually takes me like an hour to mow the lawn and whippersnip. I did, yeah. I did the whole lot in half an hour. <laughs> there you go. A new, a new personal best. Yeah. Record. Fuck it. It's a bit bodgy. Like the whippersnipping is not as good as what I usually do, but fuck it. Understandable. No, I was, I was planning to do some yard work myself on the weekend. Got to go out and fill out the jerry can myself. I think I was going to treat myself to some 98, man. It's so cheap now. You shouldn't put that in your lawnmower, eh? Who knows? It fucking... Don't, it's not good for them. Like, ethanol's no good. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've... I've um, what, even, what happened with 98? Uh, It'd be okay, wouldn't it? I think it's too high... Like, it burns too hot. Or burnt... Or it's oh, too... Okay. It's, yeah, that's what I've been... I've been listening to a few people talking on on um, Facebook about um, motorbikes and the Ducatis running on 98 as well they, they don't they don't mm-hmm. run as well okay so and that's a high performance engine so if they're struggling to run it I always thought that yeah you could go up as much as you wanted in terms of fuel octane but obviously there's some motors where if you go down too far you can have issues with knock and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I've I've um I've run ethanol in my lawnmower and it's been alright. Well, it's it's not that it won't run properly. It's all your rubber fittings and all that sort of stuff. Some of that stuff can perish with the ethanol. Is is the risk? Yeah. But if you just run ran one tank full through, you'd be right. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the ninety eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the experiment. And see what happens. If fucking you'll pull a cord and the fucking <laughs> ass will blow clean out your fucking lawnmower. And blow the exhaust pipe clean off. Yeah, it's like a Viking death, mate. It'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> it might just go so hard, it just like you can't keep up with it. <laughs> Man, well, the main thing I'm planning to do. I did the lawns last weekend. I've got to do the edges and stuff. Oh yeah. So it's probably going to be getting the the line trimmer out. But it's always such a pain in the ass mixing up the two stroke. Oh, mine sucks. I've got a four-stroke whippersnipper. Yeah. I, I had I had a little one and then inherited another one. They'll both play two-stroke. They have different ratios, so that's a pain in the ass as well. I never mixed it up. I just chucked in whatever and let it smoke its head off. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> just go heavy-handed on the oil. Yeah, fuck it. And if it starts getting a pain in the ass to start, just take the fucking spark plug out and clean it and then stick it back in there again. No mechanical sympathy whatsoever. I was going to ask you if you had a good tip on how to mix two-stroke, but obviously not. <laughs> what, what I do is I just put a little dribble in the tank of the whippersnipper and then fill it up with, with fuel, put the tap on the whippersnipper and shake the shit out of it, and then it's good. <laughs> Mental. All right, I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> like, carefully measuring shit out. Fuck that shit, man. <laughs> well, if I was really going to go out and reinvest I'd probably look at getting 
a cordless one. Now I've got the battery packs and stuff. Like my little electric chainsaw is magic. I love it. Yeah, right. It uses two packs in series to get extra voltage. Yeah. I imagine that on a whippersnapper would be carving. I've got a, up your edges. I've got a cordless um, blower. Yeah. That yeah. does does a job. It's way of the future, man. None of these uh, dead dino juice. Yeah, I mean, I think if I was to buy a new lawnmower and that, I'd probably get a battery-powered one now. But my lawnmower's not that old, so... Yeah, because I, I definitely caution people on getting an electric mower that has a cord, because that's a fucking pain in the ass. Like, oh, yeah, good. yeah. Until like, you run the idea. fucking thing over and electrocute yourself. And just juggling it around. Because, I don't know, maybe, maybe my mowing technique... It doesn't suit it because I like to do from the outside in almost like a spiral where it might work better if you just kind of did like a zigzag maybe like back and forth so you never had to cross over the line dude you ain't going to be doing no fu- you'd fucking blow your fucking thing up if you tried to do your back gun with an electric mower oh it was only a very small part out like where I put the turf down <laughs> yeah no the, <laughs> the bad lands out the back would be yeah you almost need to get a fucking tractor and a slasher out the back of your ass. Well, yeah, that's where I've got the, the big John Deere self-propelled out there. It, it chops up everything. Yeah. Um, what's been working really good for us is um, Lexi got a couple of guinea pigs for her birthday this year. Right. So got like this um, really basic sort of wire fencing stuff where you can set up an enclosure outside. So during the day, we get them set up on like a little you know, two by two area of grass. If you just move that around the lawn every day, those little patches, I haven't had to mow them for months. It's been great. So they're like mini goats. Yeah, little tiny little fairy goats. We've um, been thinking about getting some chickens because there's a, there's a, like an old flower bed at the back of our garden. That, um, yeah. That, like was a veggie patch and it's just covered in weeds now and we hate it. Right, so just, you could almost like build the enclosure around it, let the chicken sort it out. Well, it's already half there. You just need to put some chicken wire around it, basically. Like it's already, it's already got the um, retaining wall around it. Just need to be chicken wire as well. And then, That's good man. I can boom, and then it will kill off all the weeds, and then we'll get free eggs. Fresh eggs are the bomb, man. They're like twice as good as anything you'd buy in a in a store. But you've got to pay for chicken feed and shit like that, so it's just like, eh, is it worth it? Yeah, but they do eat a lot of you sort of kitchen vegetable scraps and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I just I've been I've thought about it, and then I just thought I don't know. Jacks would terrorise the fuck out of them. We got foxes that live live in a bush next to us, and mm, just asking yeah. for trouble. I mean, as long as the enclosure's secure, you're okay overnight theoretically. Well, I was thinking about actually because I've got the two sheds, and one of them's empty. It's just like turn the shed into a an enclosed. Yeah, enclosure yep. for the chickens, maybe. I don't know. The only other thing to consider as well, though, is the fact that they do have all the scraps and food can also attract um, vermin as well. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm thinking. So, it's a whole thing, but, man, fresh eggs. Uh, pretty good. Don't give a fuck that much. I just think I'd rather get a goose. <laughs> a goose? Yeah. Love a goose. Well, for for geese eggs or yeah I'll eat geese, geese eggs are yum they're the best you just want to just want to pat a goose on the head no I'd, I'd just like it to chase fucking <laughs> take it for walks and shit and chase my neighbours 
Yeah. Well, it would stand up to the dog, so that'd be okay. Yeah. And the good thing is I'd, I'd put it out the front garden to stop all the fucking cats coming in my front garden as well. Oh, yeah. Those cats that can apparently carry the coronavirus. Fucking cats. Fucking one went running out my fucking front garden when I was mowing the lawn. I was like, fuck, if I'd have known that prick was there, I'd have fucking thrown a brick at it. Brutal. Fucking hate cats, man. They shit in my fucking front garden. Dirty fucking bastards. You know, be on, in court on 44 cases of animal cruelty. You're like the opposite end of the spectrum of old mate from Nara. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loved animals too much, and you didn't love them enough. Yeah. Throwing, throwing bricks at them. <laughs> uh, look, I'm totally with you. Like, in my mind, there's no reason for a cat to be out loose. Just, just the devastation they can bring to natural, like native wildlife alone. Yeah, is a reason not to do it. The other thing that I see when cats always tear us out of my front garden they always fucking piss bolt across the road and go down a drain like one of those storm drains and I'm just like I just wish there was flash flooding right now <laughs> poor little cat stuck <laughs> to its doom yeah poor little fucking possum that it decided to fucking attack and yeah I reckon if I was driving and I hit a cat I don't know if I'd even stop I'd keep on going I, I actually have hit a cat in a car once and I, <laughs> I was a lot younger, so I probably I probably would stop because I'm not that much of a prick. I, I'm big note myself, but I'm not. But back then, I didn't give a fuck, and I hit the cat when I when Lisa was in the car, and I'm just like, oh fuck, I got it. She <laughs> <laughs> thinks she wasn't impressed. Well, she's a cat person. Oh god, she was crying. I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> but I have like I. In the last couple of years, I saw a cat that had been, uh, been hit by a car or fucking something up in Liverpool, and I stopped in the main fucking road and blocked the whole road off and fucking picked it up with a blanket. And... <sighs> like, it wasn't dead. It was still alive. It was... Su- I, I wouldn't bother. Oh, uh, mate, it was suffering. I'm not going to let it suffer. So I, I picked it up, and um, and actually, as I picked it up, someone else stopped, and they said, oh, we're, just go- we're going the other way, which is where the RSPCAs will take it with us. And I was like, hey, you have it then. Uh, look, my, my rationale is that there's no reason for that cat to be on the street in the first place. It, honestly, it looked like somebody fucking thrown it out of the car. Yeah, right. So, I don't know. It was only a kitten. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know, man. I'm not going to let an animal suffer, no matter what kind of animal it is. As much as I hate cats, I'm still not going to fucking watch it suffer. Dirty cunt fucking scratch me, though. It's like trying to save your <laughs> life, you prick, and you fucking scram the shit out of me. I've seen I've seen videos as well where similar thing where a, a dude's like wandering out onto like a five lane freeway to rescue a little kitten or something, and it's like if if he gets hit and killed, was it worth it? Oh no! If it was a freeway, I wouldn't have done it. But it was a, it was just a main road in Liverpool, and all I had to do was stop the car, and it just blocked the main road, which I quickly did. I quickly jumped out, and everyone's beeping. I'm just like, fuck off! You can wait two seconds, you fucking miserable pricks. Yeah. Well, cats in particular, but I'm just yeah. Me and Josh, me and Josh saved a um, uh, what do they call them? Fucking everyone, everyone mistakes them for owls, but they're not an owl. Australian bird. It's related to a kookaburra. It's a nighttime bird. 
Nighttime bird. <laughs> That's an owl. What it's not an owl. It's not an owl. It wasn't a fruit bat, was it? No, you fucking maniac. That's 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 definitely not an owl. <laughs> Fuck! They're like brown. They're big, big fucking things. But they've got a, a straight beat. It's not an owl. It's not an owl. It's kind of like a kookaburra. It's like a big kookaburra. Fuck me! Now I don't know what it is. Isn't a big kookaburra just a kingfisher? Yeah. Apparently so. Was it? Was it an, an eagle? No. A hawk, a kite, an osprey, a raptor, falcon. No. Tawny frogmouth. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there was one in the middle of the road. It's like 10 o'clock at night. How would you even just find that? It was just stood there in the middle of the fucking road. I'm just fucking... Josh, we were coming... I don't know where we were going. Coming back from a movie or something like that? Going back to his yeah. place? I don't know what... I don't know... I don't know what was going on, what we were up to. Anyway, we um. What'd you do? Just move it to the side, or was it like was it busted? Well, we ran straight over the top of it, but we didn't hit it. Oh, right. So we were just. I was like, there was a fucking tawny frog both on the road, and he's like, bullshit. I'm like, turn around. <laughs> so we turned around and went back, and it was just sat there. And I walked over to it, and it didn't move. It just was sitting there looking at us, and I'm just like, hey, there's, there's something not right going on here. Like it's. Yeah. So I picked it up, got in the car with it, drove back to Josh's place, and. Got a box and put it in a box with a with some newspaper and whatnot and called up wires and then it's like fucking twelve o'clock at night by the time we got hold of someone and we ended up driving it down to fucking Albion Park. Oh my god! But see, I'll, I'll definitely make a distinction between something like a cat, which is so destructive, versus you know a wild animal like that. That's a totally different story. Oh, I wouldn't have gone to that measure with a cat. I'd have probably just driven exactly. it straight down to Yunnandera and dumped it in a fucking RSPCA cage. In a storm drain. <laughs> no. Isn't that where they like to hang out? Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, there you go. You got a heart of gold, Dave. I like it. Maybe. The, the noble tawny frog mouth. Yeah. Definitely not an owl, I agree on that point. Oh, but I've heard other people say they're owls. No. Not even close. Well, the thing most people don't realise is that an owl is basically just like a, a fluffy, like, eagle or hawk, right? It's basically the same physical sort of structure to the bird. The bird's a prey man. Yeah, I know, but they're not... They're Got not talons, they're, big beaks. They're, they're not... They're not oh, yeah. You're a maniac. They're not even close. Oh man, my dad's a bird watcher. I should know. Is he? <laughs> he is actually. <laughs> How many fucking owls are there in Australia? There aren't that many. Oh, there'd be hundreds of different types of owls. I'm telling you, mate. It's they're not they're not like an eagle. Boo book. The powerful owl. They're big. I think they've got one of the largest wingspans in Australia. It's literally called the powerful owl, mate. Serious business. It's probably it's probably weak as piss. Every, everything Australians obviously call, always call everything opposite, like bluey for redheads. <laughs> yeah, but we also have the Great Sandy Desert, so it goes both ways. <laughs> what do you call that, mate? Oh, it's a big sandy desert, eh? <laughs> He's fucking stealing other people's jokes now, eh? What is it? Uh, good, good artists. Copy great artist steal. 
I'm stealing that quote as well. I'm on a on a roll. Fair enough. <laughs> Whatever it takes to get the job done, man. It is funny how Australians just call things as they are. Hmm. Sydney Harbour Bridge. Creative. <laughs> well, it's, it's all about uh, brevity, I think. Sometimes getting getting to the point. That's that's why everything gets shortened as well. Like, you know, Davo, Stevo. But that's not even shortening it. It's exactly the same as if you said <laughs> David. It's the same syllables. Look, I don't need critical thinking when it comes to <laughs> pointing out Australian flaws. <laughs> Oh man, are you going to be getting up tomorrow morning for your uh, Anzac in the driveway? I don't know, man. I'm not. Well, you never do anything for Anzac Day anyway, so... Haven't for a while, no. I don't know. I'll see if if Catherine's going to, I will. If not, then I won't bother. Do you reckon your neighbours will be out there? Climb over their piles of television boxes? I reckon. I reckon the only reason they do it is just to piss us off and play the fucking play revelry or some shit out there. <laughs> uh, oh god! If people do that, that's gonna be people so are gonna be doing it. They've. I've heard heaps of people saying they're gonna be playing fucking last post with blasting it out their fucking house with the speakers. Like you could play it, but it doesn't have to be like loud. Man, oh. I don't fucking know. That's. I'd, so I mean, I'd be happy to go out there, except there's three reasons why I don't think it's a good idea. One is because I'm at the end of a coldy sack, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> That's a small audience. Two, if I go out there, it means I've got to fucking acknowledge the fact that if my neighbours are out there, I've got to acknowledge their existence, <laughs> which I yeah. loathe to do. Yeah. <laughs> And three, if I've got to go out there at that time in the morning and it's so close to my house, I ain't getting fucking dressed. Yeah, it's a, you can't be that respectful in pyjamas, right? Exactly, so <laughs> it's, it's just like... It's, it's tricky to pull off. Yeah, so I just, I don't, I don't know, I don't think it's going to work. What do you think the diggers would want you to do? I, honestly, I don't think they'd give that much of a shit, really. Do you reckon, do you reckon they're going to be out there in their uh, uniforms and medals? Uh, if they do, then it's a bit heartbreaking, isn't it? Man, I reckon most of those dudes are going to be sleeping in. I know I would. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know I, I know I will be. <laughs> Unless your next door neighbours have a fucking domestic. I saw that A League memes were thinking about having um, like live streaming a game of two up at midday. Uh, that's boring. <laughs> well, that's I, the. I've, I've never... I've never even bothered going to a live two-up game. Like I've been to a few. It's fucking pointless. It is pointless. Of it is. But something to do in it. <laughs> it's like the world's most simplistic version of gambling. Man. Oh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be lots of patriotic Facebook posting for sweet social media cred. Yeah. Mate, I'll just post that I did it just so I look good. That's what probably some people are doing. Well, I know on the um, the like business pages you can schedule a post. Maybe you can set it up so it just automatically posts for you while you're still asleep. I could go out there now, take a picture of me with a candle. 
Oh dear. Figuring out how to scam Anzac Day. That's probably the most Australian thing you could do. <laughs> Maybe I should wait till everyone's out of the house and then go rob them. While they're at the end of the driveways. I'll tell you what's really funny is I've actually had that almost like just a shower thought that right now burglars must be doing it tough. Because everyone's at home. <laughs> <laughs> Now's their chance. You're right. I've been well, I've been thinking thinking the opposite. It's more like people are going to be getting more and more desperate, so they're more likely mm-hmm. to fucking get, like more more likely to rob you in the middle of the night while you're asleep in your bed. Well, they robbed the Seven Eleven, mate. No, no, home invasions, freaking major league, but eh? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, pretty serious charge. I'm not saying home invasion, just breaking. If people are at home, that's exactly what it's going to be. If, or maybe if you get caught. Yeah. You go down. <laughs> we heard a massive bang outside the other day. The other night. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what it was now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, it's a huge fucking bang. I was in bed. Catherine was in the other room. She's She was sleeping in the other bed because... Um, we'd been having a few rough nights with Alia. So she decided to sleep in the other bedroom. Just to tend to her at night time and we both hear this fucking bang I've come piss bowling out the bedroom and the first thing I've done is fucking run into the kitchen and grab the fuck off big knife how did you get a knife? don't know first thing I thought of I was like half asleep <laughs> grabbed a fucking knife ran downstairs because we thought it came from outside I've ran downstairs turned off because I've got these fuck off big floodlights in my back garden just completely yep. just fucking poo, just turned the fucking all these lights on at the back garden I've run out there with a knife and I'm just like we're trying to fucking, I was looking over the fence and shit, trying to figure out what it was. Turned out, we've got one of those, like, um, it's like a, a thing that goes in the, uh, on the wall next to the bath, in the bed, in the, in the bathroom. It suction caps to the tiles, and it's like a big, <laughs> it's like a huge scoop thing that's like shaped like a turtle that you pick all the toys up with at the bottom of the bath, the baby's toys. Yeah. The, the suction cups are coming loose and just fucking falling into the bath. And you're in the backyard trying to stab somebody. <laughs> and just some shit fell down in your bathroom. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that would have made a decent noise though. Fair, fair enough. So all of, but it didn't even wake the fucking baby up. Yeah. It's cra- crazy. Sleep it, sleeping like a baby. But all I'm saying is, if you're going to come rob me, be prepared to get stabbed. Because my my ha- my reaction is when I'm half asleep, I hear a bang. Get a fucking teacher knife. <laughs> How does it work in Australia? If someone's in your house like that, is it freaking open season? No. Definitely not. Hmm. There's been a um, few cases of this happening before. If you... If you go straight at them like that, you'd get done for manslaughter. At the very least. How does that, that work, but They break into your house. You, you're only allowed to detain them. Or, or remove them with reasonable force. Yeah, plant a knife on them. <laughs> just discussing how we're going to do crimes. No big deal. I'd just fucking bury the cunt in the back garden. Wouldn't even call the police. Chop him up and feed him to the tigers. Chuck him in the lake. <laughs> yeah, the lake would work. <laughs> well, look, let's finish on a lighter note. <laughs> Isn't that light enough? One one last little gem, one one parting gift from me to you and to our our loyal listeners. 
few as they may be, the new series of Lego Masters is on Channel uh, 9. Fucking nobody cares. Best show ever. Yeah. It's so wholesome, it's so enjoyable, and our entire family is enthralled. We can't wait for the next episode to come out. Have you seen that episode of Community yet where he's just like, GAY! <laughs> literally watched it tonight. <laughs> there you go, that's my reaction so, to, to Lego Masters. The first episode first episode of the second season where Chang is a student now instead of a teacher yeah and they're in the anthropology class being taught by Betty White did you did you piss yourself when he said that I recognise it straight away as your favourite catchphrase from that show <laughs> but look genuinely like obviously I'm a Lego fan I think even if I wasn't I think it's the kind of show that everyone can enjoy hey, Hamish is such a delightful host and you've got Got Brickman as the judge. He's the sweetest guy. They did their first elimination, and he was like tears in his eyes because he had the chopper team. It's uh, like com- compared to all your other reality TV shit that's out there, where they just pump up the fake drama, they put psychos together just to make it like exciting. It's the complete opposite. It's so wholesome and lovely, and man, just makes makes me want to bust out the bricks and play with some Lego. It's awesome. That's my top tip. That's the bit of sunshine that we need in this corona haze that's taken over our lives. I don't I don't care if you don't watch iRacing. I don't care if you don't watch the diecast racing. I ain't watching Lego. Fuck that. Get out there and watch, watch the Lego Masters, man. It's legit. I'd rather read a textbook. Dude, you gotta you gotta watch it. I'm not gonna watch really... it, because I haven't watched the first one, so I'm not watching the second one. There's a really important reason, man. I need a teammate for season three. It's not happening. Dude, it's time. You've got to start studying. Not, unless they're doing it with Bunnings Bricks. Not interested. <laughs> I know you I know you didn't quite finish that Millennium Falcon that you're doing with, with Hadrian. Oh, I finished it. I built it my own. <laughs> Took me fucking nine hours. Solid nine hours. <laughs> nine hours. <laughs> uh, kit for ten-year-olds. Fuck off, man. That yeah. was a fucking... That was a brutal kit, that was. Despite, despite that... I still want you as my, my teammate. Why? Lego Masters. I've got to take someone. <laughs> so I'll just, <laughs> just get it by, by default. I'll carry you along. That's fine. We'll be right. You know my engineering skills will come out. Yeah, I like it. That's, that's, about it. that's about the only thing that would be good about it. I'll be just like, eh, is that structurally sound? <laughs> you can build a, a V4 Panigale that you actually like. Oh, mate. They just... They just they, it's ugly looking. It doesn't look right. Those kits always look better in in, in person, I reckon. Yeah. Sometimes the photos don't really do them justice. Anyway. <laughs> All right, man. You right to uh, call it quits? Yep. Get to bed early so you can get up for Anzac Day. I'm, I'm, I've already I've already hit the stop button. I haven't really. I haven't really. He's still going. <laughs> Sight. I'm out. All right, man. It was nice chatting to you. Yep. Give yourself some time off from the study. You're going to fucking lose it, man. It's the weekend. Nah, not going to happen this weekend. Oh, Jesus.